Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. And if you know me, you know I love the 20s era. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love drama and thrills, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? You can chat and play with or against others by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. You guys, welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Blinds. It is me, Troy McKeady. And Kelly Williams. And we're doing an episode today that, honestly, I've wanted to do since before we even started this podcast. Like, one of the very first people to pop in my mind when we came up with the concept for this. And my friends are all quaking because all I do is talk shit about this man. And they're like, it's his day has finally come. Uh Kelly and I are going to be talking today about Mr. Andy Cohen, and I'm very excited. What a way to end 2021. I know. Truly with a bang. (laughs) (laughs) I have so much pent up animosity and aggression towards this man. And also, I like love him. So it's really, you know, it's a really complicated relationship. It's like me and Reese. (laughs) Yeah, like he's given me so much. And like, I really... Actually, first, let me, what are are your thoughts about Andy Cohen? Because I'll go on for fucking hours. I guess because I'm kind of new to the Bravo world, I didn't know much about him until the last few years. And he really came on my radar because I was a big Kathy Griffin fan for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I remember she, obviously, the picture holding Trump's head, you know, whatever your political beliefs are, like, that's a little too far in my opinion. Okay. And I remember Andy like swooped in and took her New Year's gig and all this stuff. And she was talking so much shit about him. And I didn't realize that Andy was so involved with the housewives until, like I said, until recently. And I always thought he was just kind of like a guy with a show on Bravo. Right. But I will say, I do feel like he, him, Kelly Ripa and Anderson Cooper are like the plastics of New York City talk show hosts. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good, that's a good analogy. And I do like when he gets Anderson Cooper wasted. I, I can say that. He definitely sort of prides himself on being a social climber. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy's whole sort of like public persona is that he's this like 
you know, he's the best friend of so many A-listers and how lucky that Andy Cohen gets to lay in bed with Sarah Jessica Parker while she clips her nails or whatever, you know, like he gets to see all of that stuff and he's really made a career out of it. And I feel like it's only been in recent years that people have like questioned his, um, have questioned just generally how good of a person he is. And for me, it, it was like really Kathy that like, hit the I mean it was like for me like you don't fuck with Kathy Griffin I don't yeah. care how like popular or not popular Kathy Griffin is at the moment she is like canon for me like she's one of my favorite people to ever exist in general and I believe everything she's ever said about him um and yeah and we have a lot of blinds about Kathy's relationship with him and I thought I knew all the things but I learned a lot just from digging through them um and yeah, and like, you know, people have issues with the way that he treats women, obviously. Um, people have issues with the way that he handles race on his television shows. There are tons of blinds about Andy possibly being this like racist fucking pig behind the scenes. And mm-hmm. a lot of the housewives just refer to him as racist passively. So there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack there. And I do think it's kind of crazy that he is some like God on Bravo. I've never really seen that on any other station, even E like with Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. Maybe you could say it there, but it's, but again, it's not even like close because Bravo fan accounts post, I love Andy and so many things about Andy. Mm -hmm. I'm like, holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. He, his really position. I mean, it's, it's such a, I feel like such a, like a reflection of his like narcissism mm-hmm. like he gets accused of being like a major narcissist a lot and it's like how can you think he isn't when you look at the way he's positioned himself on bravo like and he's not even i mean he for years he hasn't even been like the bravo guy like he doesn't even executive produce many of the shows anymore he's just in charge of uh talent for housewives but oh. he would let you think that he is God, like you said, that he's reigning over everybody all the time. And just so everybody knows, those are our opinions. Everything from here on out is allegedly take the blind items for what you will. The first blind that I pulled was from 2011. And it's so, it's just so Andy. It's very short. But it says, which hypocritical homosexual TV exec fired a reality show assistant for being, quote, too gay? And you often hear, like, in the rumblings about Andy Cohen as, like, a blind item celebrity, he's just, like, an asshole. Like, he's an asshole about race. He's an asshole about, like, like this blind said, people being too gay. And, like, you know, he's very much a part of that sort of velvet, velvet rope mafia, like, the gay mafia in Hollywood, where it's, like, like, he, I feel like, is the kind of guy that pushes people to beard. Okay. That's interesting. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Like, I think that he's just like uh, one of those, those gay men that like, like in the nineties, he would have, he would like pride himself on being like a Will and not a Jack. Okay. From Will and Grace. 100% get that. Thank you for that analogy. You know what I mean? Like sort of self-hating does nothing for the community in that sense, you know? Mm -hmm. Um. 
And I think that he, I don't know. I, I have so many thoughts that I'm going to try not to ramble too much, but like, yeah, he is very that guy. People love your rambling, Troy. <laughs> I don't. When I listen back, I'm like, shut the fuck up, girl. <laughs> fuck. I have another one from 2012 that says a few years ago, the celebrity swore she would have nothing to do with all those quote sleazy reality stars. She told friends that reality stars had no talent, made no contribution to making the world a better place. And their antics were quote disgusting. And that she didn't want to spend one minute of her life thinking about them or being involved with them. Fast forward a few years and a few failures later, and she now has a whole new attitude. She's currently in deep discussion with the three reigning Kings of reality television, what is she doing trying to become the reality queen in addition to her recent reality dabbling she's trying to bring aboard some stars to do a reality show to mend their reputation she's also considering staging the ultimate reality stunt herself her own wedding oh how the mighty have fallen she doesn't have a perfume but if she did it would be called desperation so the celebrity is oprah the three kings are andy mike fleiss and ryan seacrest um her star friends are John Travolta and Kelly Preston, and her recent dabbling uh, would be Kim Kardashian, and of course, her wedding would be to Stedman. I believe that. A hundred percent. And we will do an Oprah episode. We've been getting a lot of DMs about episodes. We have a whole list for 2022, and it's going to get dark. It's going to get dark real quick. <laughs> yeah, Oprah was so... I remember when Oprah launched OWN, she was so anti-reality TV. And people kept asking her, like, oh, will you have reality shows? And she was like, no. And then she was like, um, we will have some, but they're called docu-series. It's like, okay, girl. <laughs> it's still Lindsay Lohan on a reality show, but okay. I know. And then she tried to have those master classes. And some were interesting, mm-hmm. for sure. Now, this blind is also from 2012. It's the last one from 2012. And Kelly Ripa is in a lot of these blind items. The search for a replacement for the co-star of this television show has dragged on for months. The producers have finally narrowed it down to three men. They're all in their 30s and 40s. One is a funny actor, one's a professional performer, and one is just a pro. All three are very comfortable on camera and have good chemistry with the current co-star. The really interesting twist is that there is one other last minute dark horse entry, the current co-star's ex. He would certainly be a ratings grabber, but we don't know how much longevity he would have on the show. The producers really want someone for the long haul. Out of the running are two gay talkers, both are too busy with their own projects, two over 40 contenders, too old, and the current co-star's significant other. So that is live with Kelly, current co-stars Kelly Ripa, funny, Seth Meyers, performer, Josh Groban, pro, Michael Strahan, her ex is Regis Philbin. The gays that were bringing great ratings were Anderson Cooper, Neil Patrick Harris, and Andy Cohen, old Dana Carver, Carvey, and Martin Short, and then significant other Mark Consuelos. Yeah, so there's going to be, basically throughout this episode, there's going to be like a B-plot of Andy Cohen obsessively, desperately, psychotically, like white knuckling it to get that seat on that show and just a lot of like politicking and um you know and it it gets really like petty and gross and 
Hey everyone, we're sure you've heard us talk about live shows, but we'd love to see you there. Boston, totally sold out, but there are still tickets for Chicago, New York, and Los Angeles. And with Los Angeles, there is a live stream. So Troy, tell the people what a live show will be like. Well, there's going to be lots of lines, lots of booze, and a lot of laughs. It's going to be very fun. Um, we're going to be picking celebrities from the city that you reside in. So we'll be talking about local celebrities and just spilling lots of tea. But don't worry, it won't be super dark-sided. It's not going to be like a Carter's episode. It's not going to be like a Dan Schneider episode. We're going to keep it light. We're going to keep it light. Yeah, we want you to leave laughing and not crying. As light and fun as we can make it. Yeah, exactly. But we hope to see you there. The link is in the bio for all of the tickets. And we hope to see you there. Please come. I mean, I feel like that's where Andy Cohen's blind item life really started was like his obsession with getting that job. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Kelly Ripa and Anderson Cooper are just... It's such a triangle with the three of them. It's insane. I know. Can I ask you a question before we dive into those? I know we have more blinds, but what do you think about um, Mark Consuelos and like that whole Mark, Kelly, Anderson Cooper, Andy Cohen? I know you have thoughts, Troy, and I need to hear them. Okay. So there's been a long running internet rumor And this is probably one of the first internet rumors I can remember reading about Andy, like way back in the day, like early Bravo days, that he has this sort of like arrangement with his couple friends where like, let's just say theoretically, if Mark Consuelos was bi, that Kelly Ripa wouldn't mind that Andy Cohen and Mark Consuelos hook up. And there's also, there's all of these stories on the internet about it, not really so much blind items, but more so like message board, like lipstick alley kind of stories, Mm -hmm. right? And ironically, there's a a blind coming up like a few years, we'll we'll get to it, about their son. And it's just very, it's it's a lot. This is a messy episode, actually. So messy. (laughs) I'm just like coming to the realization that this is like a very messy episode. I have one, this is another story, like name that you'll hear a lot in Andy's Blinds. What openly gay TV host was furious when a staffer of his spilled the beans that he got engaged to his younger boyfriend, a not-so-closeted athlete on Fire Island during Pride Week? He's doing massive damage control, even telling his boyfriend to beard up with a model for Fashion Week red carpets and after parties, even though the engaged couple got into a huge fight at one after party the athlete plans on coming out soon anyway and that's Andy Cohen and the hockey player Sean Avery so this was a blind that became mainstream news when it happened and when it came out it was like on NBC and USA Today and blah 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 that Andy was in a relationship with Sean Avery who Mm -hmm. hadn't come out and of course they were like oh we love the rumors Andy loves rumors that he's dating hot straight guys like he like lives for it but allegedly sean and andy have had this long torrid love affair and you'll hear about it a lot in this episode this blind was one of my favorite blinds that i found from andy cohen because it it involves one of my biggest celebrity crushes so this is from 2013 
this actor who would be an A-plus list for looks, but about a C-plus list on every other list, is still a very recognizable face by most women who watch a certain show and pause it when he comes on the screen. Our actor got invited to a shindig this week, but the invitation was only because he did not want to be seen as the date of this openly gay B-plus list celebrity who's enjoying one in two week flings with guys he'd never be able to score a few years ago. And that is Mr. Andy Cohen with my man, Chase Crawford. Obviously I thought about you as soon as I read this. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Kelly's going to like print this one off and laminate it. Hanging it above my bed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But that was at GQ's 2013 men of the year party. And again, guys, if you haven't listened to the Podwall episode, I feel like we've talked about it the last few weeks. You have to listen to it. You have to. But you have to listen to it because the Podwall, Camp Podwall is like the spider graph of all Hollywood. It's like CW actors, Netflix yes. actors. It's crazy. Yes. <laughs> oh, this is an interesting one. Now, this I don't know if I believe to be true, but it's just fun. This is a fun, messy blind. It says... This once fired Real Housewife was recently rehired to the franchise, not because she actually ever contributed anything, but because she is in the possession of a sex tape featuring another Real Housewife turned C-list celebrity. Another C-list celebrity of many trades and the B-list athlete. It's gross and weird, and if it ever went public, it would probably horrify most people. She turned the tape over to the C-list celeb of many trades in order to secure her spot back on the show along with a hefty bonus. She only completely cut out the other fired and desperate to be rehired real housewife who actually gave her the tape in the deal. In exchange for the tape, the rehired housewife was supposed to also broker a deal for the other cast off, only she didn't. Probably not on purpose. She probably got distracted by a shiny object or something. Crazy like a fox, the reject real housewife has a copy and is brokering it behind the scenes while they set up a deal for her that's even sweeter than the one that other housewife got. Expect the incident to reignite a long, bitter feud with a whole new level of viciousness. So the rehired housewife of Kelly, Kelly Ben Simone, crazy like a fox. The reject real housewife is Jill Zarin. The real housewife turned C-list celebrity was Brandy Glanville. And the C-list celebrity of many trades was, of course, Andy Cohen. Uh, The athlete is Sean Avery. So allegedly, the housewives were all fumbling this tape around of Andy Cohen and Sean Avery and using it as leverage to get back on the show. I believe it. One day somebody's going to write like a really good tell-all book about all of the toxic shit that goes on behind the scenes for housewives, and it's going to be so good. It's going to be insane. I know you and I have talked about like the Glee set and CW in general as a station, but Bravo, oh my God. I know. And I know that one guy did just come out with like a behind the scenes Housewives book, but like I'm talking like hardcore, intense, like, like what was that show about the the Bachelor that was on Lifetime? Unreal. Something like that. You know what I mean? That show was great. The first two seasons were great. And then they just kind of burned it to the ground, but it happens. Yeah. Yeah. And that show was created by former, um, former bachelor producers, which I love even more. Yes. I would love if a housewife producer was like, let's do a fake reality show about these women knocking on Andy Cohen's door every day and demanding more money. 
with sex tapes and blackmail. Oh, I have two quick blinds from 2014. What late night host producer's goal to be the number one name dropper in showbiz is turning some coworkers and friends off. So people are starting to get annoyed that Andy just keeps dropping names about who he's friends with and who he talks to on a daily basis. <laughs> in this following blind, what late night host and reality show producer pulled a quote, don't you know who I am at a restaurant after they said they had no more open tables? So Andy. That is so Andy Cohen. <laughs> um, this is also one from 2014 that I am obsessed with. It says, the A-list TV talk show host has been trying to hook up with this former A-list tweener. The former tweener keeps turning the host down, though, because he's too old and doesn't know how to keep his mouth shut. That's Andy and Zac Efron. He would embarrass the shit out of Zac Efron. He has no chill. I mean, look what he's done to John Mayer. Now, like, middle-aged moms in, like, Utah know that John Mayer is basically dating Andy Cohen because of Andy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we have a blind later about Nick Jonas. And I think Mm. we even talked about it in the Nick and Priyanka episode. Yeah. This one I found really interesting because I've heard a lot of rumors about this specific actor. But I guess I don't know much about his blind item life. Which A-list Oscar-winning nominated actor who keeps on teasing the press about his sexuality forbade his partner slash possible husband to appear on any TV shows without his permission? Well, the partner did appear on one cable show, mostly as a favor to the show's producer, whom his better half despises. So the actor is Jeremy Renner. The partner is Christoph Winners. The show is Million Dollar Listing LA. And of course, the producer is Andy Cohen. Yeah, Andy and Jeremy Renner have a couple blinds together. Yeah, and there are so many rumors about Jeremy Renner's sexuality. Yeah. And he, I think he does play into it here and there, too. I think so, too. Yeah. In the way that Andy loves. <laughs> right. Um, this is another Housewives one that says... The A-list talk show host is making waves behind the scenes to keep his supposed celebrity slash actress friend from getting a certain job she covets. He wants her where she can make him the most money. That's Andy and Nene Leakes. And I just personally feel like that is one thing that so many of the housewives want to talk about, but like are afraid to. Mm -hmm. That Andy is known for you know, if they don't do what he wants or if they turn down housewives or if they decide to go some other route, like he will do things to make sure that they don't get hired for jobs, that they, you know, don't get picked up for other networks or whatever. He will literally sabotage their careers so that they're desperate and have to come back to Bravo and make him more money. And was the thing with Nini is that she ended up on Glee? Or was that before that blind? I think that that was Glee because that would okay. have been around that time. And like mm-hmm. Andy allegedly hated that. That Ryan Murphy basically took Nini from him because he was friends with Ryan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because it's funny. I knew Nini from Glee. And then when people were like, she's a housewife, <laughs> I was like, no way. 2015. This openly gay celebrity slash talk show host slash reality star 
might seem sweet and lovable, but escorts he has hired paint an entirely different picture and say that no one ever visits him twice. Ooh. Eek. Eek. Like, eek. <laughs> um, and I sent Kelly this article. It's a Gawker article from, like, years ago about um, these very infamous parties thrown by Barry Diller. And they're basically these, like, barely legal, like, twink boy parties that all of these, like, A-listers go on. And um, Gawker, like, printed a bunch of pictures of these parties, and it was, like, all the people that Andy, you know, brags about going on vacation with, Diane von Furstenberg, and, you know, all of these, like, random people that he, like, brags about a lot. And then you see these photos of them on these yachts with these, like, little blonde twink boys that look like they're, like, 18. It's very dark. It's very Brian Singer-esque. Totally. Yeah. Andy is very much in that crowd as no matter how much he tries to like separate himself from it, he is. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's also from 2015. It says, after another man of color got rejected by this openly gay talk show host, he said, quote, the only color that guy likes is bronzer. Oh, and green. Yeah, our talk show host is not one for anything but lily white. And that is our first of many blinds about Andy being super super racist in that everybody in the industry just like knows yeah yeah I that surprised me I didn't know that about him yeah if you like if you look at housewives and the way that he treats different housewives and stuff like it becomes very apparent Mm -hmm. um and just the way that he treats housewife cities the fact that he purposely kept the show segregated for over 10 years like it's like, we just got our first Black Real Housewife of Beverly Hills, and he, I mean, literally, you had to twist his arm until it basically popped off for a decade to get it, you know? Yeah. This one kind of goes back to that Gawker article you were talking about. We're still in 2015. There are a lot of 2015 blinds. Mm-hmm. Which famous TV show host that loves the press has been arranging private underwear parties at hotels around New York City for him and a few of his gay friends. A well-known gay club promoter puts the event together and makes sure that he can get 10 to 15 young, sexy studs wearing just underwear to provide the entertainment. The poor young kids always think that this will lead to a big break and get them a job on TV. However, it only leads to a very different sort of position. And when I read that blind, all I could think of was Colton Haynes's article he did for Variety, Vanity Fair Variety. I forget which one it was. I know. I thought about that too. Again, guys, if you haven't read that, um, the Colton Haynes article, he just did a big expose on how he was told to be closeted, how he was told to speak without any kind of lisp. It's, it's really insane how he was treated. That's the kind of shit I'm kind of talking about. Like, I feel like Andy is like in that mindset of like elder gay being like, don't have too much of a lisp. And like, you know what I mean? Like, you can be gay, but don't don't flash it. Don't yeah, them. don't be too gay. Yeah, like he prides himself on like liking sports. Like he thinks that that stuff is like cool. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> oh, there was also, by the way, another article that came out the same week or maybe a week or so prior um, about Brian Singer, 
one of Brian Singer's like former uh, victims did like a really long expose about like how he met him and how he was treated and all of that stuff too. So you should definitely read that. Mm-hmm. Um, this blind is from 2015. This is the first John Mayer blind uh, milestone, I guess, if you will. <laughs> Uh, it says this A-list talk show host was telling a story the other night about how he once hooked up with this former A-plus list singer turned B-lister with a resume of A-list women he has dated. And that's John and Andy, the first of many. I have another John and Andy blind. <laughs> they didn't go all the way, but there were some oral favors between this openly gay male talk show host And this, quote, swings every single possible way, former A-list male singer when they got drunk together at a club this week. I would give the rest of the money I'll earn for the rest of my life to watch John and Andy in their home. What do you think it's like? Because I feel like Andy is also a know-it-all. I think they're both very (laughs) much like, I'm smarter than you. Um, Maybe that's their kink, is that they both just (laughs) act like smarter than one another. (laughs) I think that Andy... So I, I think that their whole gig is that John Mayer is like obviously a narcissist and loves having his ego stroked and Andy loves stroking John Mayer's ego. He always writes about how brilliant he is and how smart and talented and how he can just talk to him for hours and they never run out of stuff to say because John is just so full of so many interesting thoughts. And I think that they just circle jerk each other. Yeah. Honestly, I really do. I think they just like are in their own fucking universe. Now, 2015 is also the start of Andy's low key, but then kind of became public knowledge feud with Wendy Williams. And this is the first blind about it. It says the late night talk show host is taking his feud with the great daytime talk show host to a new level by encouraging his guests to never go on her show. He already forbids his contracted employees from going on the Wendy Williams show. Now, was there a reason or is it because she was close with NeNe Leakes? So basically, Wendy's husband, Kevin, at the time that when they were still together, was like, I don't trust him. He's a snake. I don't want you interacting with him. And okay. Kevin used to kind of like run her life. So Kevin forbid Wendy from like interacting with Wendy going on the show like she wasn't allowed to go and watch what happens or whatever. And uh, Andy, of course, found out about it and started what he does best. He started trying to blackball her and blacklist her and, and smear her name, which is another thing that he's like so infamous for. Yeah. Okay, so the next blind is so interesting. There's two actually that are very, very, if you're a Bravo person, you will find them very fascinating. And what year are they from? They are from 2016. Perfect. So, okay. <laughs> I don't want to start. Okay. So there have been rumors since the start of the show about the sexuality, of course, of many of the men from Vanderpump Rules. About Jax, about Tom, about James. I mean, James like it's like endless, right? Even Peter. And so much so that it's it became like a part of the narrative right it was like a part of the storyline like is jack straight is he really is he really straight Mm -hmm. did he have a sugar daddy and then they brought that guy on the show it seemed like basically to embarrass jacks um on camera the, the guy that he used to live with when he was modeling and 
Jax Taylor has his own blind item life, believe it or not. He's famous enough to have had a whole blind item situation. So back in the day, Jax Taylor used to live in a model house with uh, Channing Tatum. And at the time, Channing was like just newly no longer like dancing but he was definitely if again allegedly if you believe blind items he was definitely escorting um he was a rent boy and um they were just like having sugar daddies like pay for their shit and let them live in mansions and you know parade them around and get them jobs and stuff so there's like a 10 year long blind item story that Jax and Andy have hooked up and allegedly Andy hooks up with so many people from so many shows that he produces or shows that are on the network or you know hot gay sons of housewives or whoever basically whoever he can get his hands on so this one's from 2016 and it says um despite his best efforts the late night talk show host is having trouble keeping his reality star from a cable show that hopefully won't get another season in the closet the stories they come up with to make him look like he only enjoys women are getting out of hand. And then the follow-up to that was this b minusless cable reality star who is a plusless to the people who watches the show owes a lot to his sugar daddy. The closeted star loves to make people think that he's all about being the player, of being a player with women, but it's men. Especially one of his male bosses who he is involved with and pays his bills even those very public ones. And um, that's in reference to when Jax got arrested for stealing like 99 cent sunglasses in Hawaii. Right. And his bail got posted. Allegedly, it was Andy that paid it. Wow. Yeah. That's so dark because Jax Taylor is dark-sided. I know. And he's I probably going to listen to this episode. <laughs> I know. You know that he's like searching his name while he rides the riding mower that is why our Instagram is private Mm -hmm. um so this blind I wish it said what athlete it is but it didn't it looks like this late night talk show has found himself another closeted athlete this one is married with kids wow and it's a lot of like you know allegedly telling people to stay in the closet yeah you know um, I have a Met Gala one. I know we love the Met Gala. Yes. And this, this is right after Michael Strahan became the co-host with Kelly and Michael. Mm-hmm. And they did him so dirty. We don't I need, know. we'll have a Kelly Rip episode where I can rip into how she treated Michael Strahan. What two TV hosts greet each other by doing a double barrel salute? How classy. Don't worry, folks. This is just the beginning of this feud. Because That's Andy true. wanted the job. Yeah, definitely just the beginning for sure. <laughs> for My sure. God. Um, this one's from 2016. It says, despite being a celebrity himself, this talk show host refuses to go to an event unless he can find some other celebrity even more famous than himself to be his date. He likes for people to see him with famous people so he feels better about himself. Now, I'm excited to hear your opinion on this because, as we know, you're the Real Housewife expert on this podcast. Don't believe the rumors. No matter what she does, this East Coast housewife will not be fired unless her protector moves onto the daytime show gig. 
And of course, that's Bethany with Real Housewives of New York. And I've always heard that Bethany is his favorite or was his favorite. Yeah, so Bethany basically, I mean, I don't even know what you would call it. It's like she was co-producing the show, casting it, deciding who leaves, deciding who stays. Yeah, Bethany, I think at one point had more power at Bravo than Andy. Holy shit. Honestly, I really do think that. Because she left and came back, right? She had her own show. Yeah, she left house. Well, she's left a few times. So she's had like a real interesting relationship with Bravo, AKA with Andy. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because they're like friends, but he's been her boss and he'll like beg her to come back on the show and she'll refuse, but then sometimes she will. It's like a whole thing. Speaking of housewives, this is another a follow-up, I guess, to the previous one about Nini. It says, things are on the outs between this former A-list reality star from the never-ending cable franchise and the showrunner with multiple shows on different outlets of the same network. Our former reality star asked the showrunner for a multi-million dollar loan, and he turned her down. Things have been heated ever since. It just adds so much context when you're thinking about, like, the housewives sitting on the couch at the reunions and, like, there's so much more going on that we don't get to see. Yeah, they must hate each other and hate Andy. I know. This one's also from 2016. Andy Cohen isn't afraid to kiss and tell. In Superficial, his new book of private diary entries, the Watch What Happens Live host reveals his nicest and nastiest guests of all time. Andy Cohen says he once turned down a, quote, massive movie star because he refused to stand up on air or discuss his famous film role. I said, let's cancel him. It's not worth it. It's not a fit. And that was Tom Cruise. God, what I would have given, though. (laughs) My God, what I would give to see that. Have Tom Cruise in the clubhouse. Oh, my God, it would have been so awkward. Obviously, Matt Lauer is a disgraced journalist now, but if he was willing to look Matt Lauer dead in the eye and be like, you're glib, imagine what he would say to Andy Cohen. He he would have truly gotten physical with Andy Cohen on camera, and I would have loved to have seen it. I'm not kidding. He would have thrown him over the couch. No, for sure. Like, he would have gone full, like, leader of the church. Uh. This blind makes just immense why I don't like Andy Cohen. This late night talk show host is bad mouthing his former friend, an actress slash stand up comedian. He thinks she's trash. He's tried to ban her from every show on the family of networks where he works. And that's Andy and Chelsea Handler. The way that he will try and get people like fired and try and like make sure they don't get jobs is so treacherous. It's insane. Like it's sick. Like, it's one thing to like publicly feud with somebody, but to try and make sure they don't work anymore is psychotic. Yeah. It's one, yeah, it's one thing to be like, oh, I don't like Chelsea Handler, say that right. or whatever. But to be like sneaky and try and get her blacklisted from like Bravo and E. Also, that's like self-sabotage because. Because she's good. And yeah. you're, I mean, like you're an idiot. Yeah. Speaking of. I want to read a Mr. X blind from 2016 about our goddess, our earth goddess, our redheaded queen. What annoying social climber of a late night host tried to get this comedian blackballed with the help of an ancient gossip columnist who I will call Miss Haversham, 
um, after they blabbed to the comedian's former network about how she obtained that gig she was fired from. The fact that he also duped the producer and several writers of the gig to believe his lies makes this even more despicable. He is vile. So that's Andy Kathy Griffin. Um, the gossip columnist is either Liz Smith or Cindy Adams. And of course, the network is E. Fashion Police. Yeah. I have to say, I do think Kathy Griffin, I know before we talked about like my nano, but I do think Kathy Griffin's a big reason why I got into celebrity culture in general, because she would talk shit about everybody. That's a really good, yeah. She deserves that pat on the back. Yeah. Like even just the way that we view celebrities, I feel like is very much. Absolutely. And she loved Joan Rivers. They were great friends in this blind a new book being written is going to show just how much this deceased A-plus list comedian really disliked this current late night talk show host. It was the reason she stopped working with him. He likes to pretend they were best friends forever, but that's not true. And that's Joan Rivers and Andy Cohen. She, I could picture her hating Andy Cohen. I know. I absolutely. 1,000%. And she was, that being said, she was his best I still think Joan Rivers was the best Watch What Happens guest of all time. Mm-hmm. Like I watch those clips when I'm bored literally all the time. I miss her so much. Uh, this former child actress turned bazillionaire with A-list name recognition got hammered the other night while out of the country. She then went on a 20-minute rant for everyone to hear about the time that one of her designer friends got used by this late-night talk show host who happened to dine in the restaurant earlier in the evening. That's Andy and Ashley Olsen. I love that. I want the Olsons to write a tell-all book. Like when they're at their old lady Titanic age, I need a tell-all book. I think that they honestly will. I really do. Really? I could see them when they're old, not giving any fucks and being like, let's just tell everything. Mary Kate would definitely start the discussion. For sure. With her piles of cigarettes. Yeah, I'm just like picturing her old hand using like a typewriter to write it. We're in 2017 now. This late night talk show host wants you to know you are poor and takes every chance he can to tell you how much money he has. It's really kind of embarrassing. I'm shocked he and Goopster are not best friends. And <laughs> Goopster is, of course, one of the <laughs> It's crazy. There's so many like follow-up lines in his thing because he just like has 10-year terrible histories with people. Right. So this is a follow-up to his feud with Wendy. And this is another Mr. X blind, so you know it'll be good. It says, what vile late night host and name dropper is waging a smear campaign against the daytime Emmy-nominated daytime host? He's secretly paying people. This is psychotic. He's secretly paying people who have been accusing the daytime host of something she's already apologized for years ago. By staying silent, she's winning the battle. Oh, and that other daytime host slash daytime Emmy nominee who was friendly with both parties is staying quiet because she knows that the late night host is asking for trouble doing this. The daytime Emmy voting committee historically doesn't go for this petty smear campaign bullshit. So it will probably backfire in the late night host's face. So... Of course, it's Andy. <clears throat> He's like paying people to smear Wendy Williams' name. Kelly Ripa didn't want to get involved. 
And the blackmail that he was using against Wendy was that Wendy, like during, like that period before any of us knew what was going on with Caitlyn, when like everybody was making fun of Caitlyn's like hair and stuff. Yeah. And he was using those clips from her show to smear her name. Even though you know Andy is like, Andy Cohen just gives off transphobic vibes, like nothing I've ever seen. Yeah. And I think Wendy's the Wendy, as crazy as she can be, she owns up to things that she said. Yeah. And I have to give her credit for that. Totally. At least Wendy is honest about who she is versus him. Yeah. <laughs> and going into the that what you just said, <laughs> this B-list late night host is infamous at certain gay bars for bringing slurry toned 20-somethings back to his fancy pants pre-war New York City apartment later at night. Only he doesn't take them to his stunning third floor palace peppered with photos of him and celebrities. The host fools around with confused but willing guys in the basement storage closet he has in the building where he also keeps two bicycles and folding chairs. The recap of those adventures would make a great New York City reality show. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like how low he thinks of people. He's like, oh, you, you don't get to go in the bed. I'm going to fuck you next to my city bike. Right. <laughs> Could you just bend over in that lawn chair? Thank you. It's not even a nice lawn chair. It's like the metal folding ones you'd have at school assemblies. <laughs> right. Covered in basement dirt because it's like winter. Right. Um, I have another Mr. X blind about Kathy. It says this late night cable talk show host is using the events of this past week to try and insert himself as a host of this annual program he wants to do it solo we know he got it we know he fucking got it and that's the power of a blind item right right and this is a follow-up that late night host is feeling pretty smug about himself in his latest career get it's going to come with a huge price though the person formerly holding that space, the late night host inserted himself into, has already started indicating she's going to spill a lot of tea and it'll be overflowing. Which she did. <laughs> sure did. She, pro- she kept her promise. And she, Kathy always said, like, she always said that Andy Cohen, it felt like Andy Cohen wanted to be her. Or, like, he wanted to have the same career that she had. Mm-hmm. And I was, I, like, didn't really know how to interpret that. Because, like, what they do is so different to me. But then when this happened, I was like, oh, I get what she means. Yeah. Fucking asshole. <laughs> you don't fuck with Kathy. I'm sorry. You just don't. Um, this is, again, from 2017. We mentioned this one earlier. It says, talk about someone helping out. Both this daytime talk show host and her guest, who was a former tweener, both did a a fellow former tweener a solid by putting it out there that he's into women. Is there anyone out there who does not know that he prefers guys? I mean, come on. There's another talk show host who has practically spelled it out for everyone. And that was when Demi Lovato was on Ellen. Of course, they're talking about Nick Jonas. And Andy was the one who spelled it out for everybody and basically outed him. So I just looked that up really quick and Andy brought up 
that Nick played a gay role in Scream, Scream Queens and Kingdom. He said, quote, all men want Jonas to be gay. And then Andy asked Selena Gomez on a scale of one to 10, how gay is Nick Jonas? And Selena Gomez just responded, I dated him. That was her <laughs> oh <my> response. <laughs> Like, what are you supposed to say to that when you literally, oh my God, Jesus. Selena Gomez was probably wasted too. She's like, I did right? Like, what the fuck? So these next like handful of blinds are just going to be a continuation of this thing that's going on with, uh, with Kathy Griffin. Okay, it says, this late night talk show host should probably stop arguing with the celebrity because she knows a couple of things about the host that he thinks no one else knows. Things that could bring him down. Following that blind, those photo ops where he gets a little too friendly with young men of color are going to come back and bite this late night talk show host in the butt. That former A-list comedian slash reality star knows some of the men and she's going to start introducing them in videos. And then the last one is a Mr. X blind that says, what annoying talk show host paid several media outlets to say untruthfully that his newest hosting gig had far better ratings than when it was hosted by the person replaced. Talk about ego stroking. He might not be at his new hosting gig for long because his co-host and quote friend was fed up with him by the end of the gig, mainly because he was snorting from a vial of cocaine between commercials. And you can tell how fucked up they are on that state. Like, I think it's funny because they are so fucked up. Right. Like the fun of it with Kathy was always that like, Kathy doesn't drink. So she would like make fun of all the people being drunk and it was funny, right? And she made Anderson uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah, and she would make Anderson uncomfortable and make him giggle and make him blush. And like, Mm. it was funny. Andy gets like rip roaring fucked. Like (laughs) he literally gets pig and shit fucked on live television. And it's so clean. Like, I'll never forget when that photo of him on New Year's went viral kind of because he had Coke residue on his fucking nose. Yeah. He had cocaine on his face on live television. And he's next to a fucking Vanderbilt. Right. Like you're sitting next to Anderson Cooper who like pulls people out of swamps from helicopters during (laughs) storms and shit. Like, what are you doing? And you could totally see Anderson just like getting more and more tired of hosting with him. I I completely agree. (laughs) And like he shoves shots down Anderson's throat. Right. Like, it's it's a lot. And the ratings were terrible. He was awful. When I watch it, I'm like, old money versus new money. Literally. <laughs> Literally. There's one more blind from 2017 after this one, and I'm going to let Troy read it because I know he'll smile. <laughs> but this one says, now that this late night talk show host is single again, he's been trying to hook up with that former A-list athlete who's still in the closet and went marrying the beard route. Our host has always had a thing for him. And of course, that's Andy and Sean Avery. And, okay. Okay, so this next one says, this is a good one. I know that it is an extremely popular reality show, and the season premiere was very recent. But it is getting really old that we are believing one of the stars is not gay. They try to do everything they can, including ridiculous storylines, to make us believe he's straight. He isn't. There are too many men in this town who have paid too many dollars to him for sex that will tell you otherwise. Don't even get me started on 
one of his cable bosses and what they have done together. And that's, of course, Andy and Jax Taylor. Oh. Jax must have been freaking the fuck out when his sugar daddy came on that one episode. And the fact he's all coked out of his mind doesn't help. Like, that was crazy. And, like, his sugar daddy almost was, like, it almost was kind of like him being like, no, I've paid way too much money to you for to, for you to act like you don't know me. Yeah. I'm going to put my arm around your neck. Like, you know what I mean? It was crazy. It's so sick. I know. And you could tell like Tom Sandoval definitely knew everything and was like living for seeing Jax be embarrassed. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my God. The good old days when Vanderpump was good. <laughs> 2018 we're we're getting to the to the end of the andy blinds but not really this late night talk show host has been feeding as many negative stories to the press as he can to try and support one of his best friends in her current public fight that's andy cohen and sarah jessica parker and that is when kim cattrall was like don't talk about my brother after her brother passed yeah that was like when it first started and it's funny, like, I love Sarah Jessica Parker. I'm not, like, one of those people who, um, like, doesn't like her. But at the same time, it's like, Andy is such a chauvinistic pig. It's like, he'll take random times to be like, oh, you shouldn't talk to women like that. And it's usually only about Sarah Jessica Parker. Really? Yeah, he's, like, confronted. Like, he had, like, Perez Hilton on his show one time and confronted him about it and was like, you should never talk about a woman the way that you talk about women. Like, really, girl? You think? Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jessica Parker, I can only imagine how deep that truly goes. Totally. So much deeper than any of us will ever know. Exactly. (laughs) This is a fun blind about how Anna Wintour hates Andy. I just love this one. (laughs) And it's a Mr. X blind, so it's good. It says, what very annoying talk shows. I just love that he starts every blind like this. What very annoying talk show host and vile name dropper always gets to go to the Met Gala as a plus one of his mostly TV actress BFF, but he might not be going this year because the chair of the event not only dislikes him with a passion, but she saw him snorting lines of coke at an after party. He confronted her and called her the C word to her face. That's a nice way to get kicked out. Knowing him, he'll, I'm thinking he's going to weasel his way back in there again this year. You know, Anna Wintour is just like, do it in the bathroom like everybody else. Yeah, like have some grace, you fucking pig. This blind is also from 2018, and I'm going to tell a little short story after it, but this late night talk show host likes answering questions from the public. Turns out, though, the public needs to ask the questions he wants to be asked, or his staff just writes them and pretends they come from the public. So my friend called in to watch what happens live mm-hmm. and they asked her like, what do you want to ask? Someone from Vanderpump Rules was on and she wanted to ask like, what fight was the craziest fight or just something not that out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. And whoever was on the phone was like, no, you're going to ask this question. Yeah. They just like tell you what to say. Yeah. And even she started, she was like, hi, Andy, I love you so much. And he's like, yeah, okay. What's your question? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkouts. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% off all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash blinds. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Uh, I called once and I was like queening out because it was the first time I had ever gotten through. And I was like, it was like maybe 10 years ago. It was a long time ago. Like when the show first started and uh, it was Elijah Wood and Kylie Minogue. Oh my God. I know. And I was really overwhelmed with who to talk to. And obviously Andy could tell that I was like queening out because when I, when he answered the phone, he literally said to me, he goes, <laughs> this is so he goes let me guess you have a question for kylie minogue i was like um yeah fucker i actually do and yes i am a homosexual if that's what you were inquiring oh my god god uh, let me guess you have a question for kylie minogue this is another mr x one and this one is actually super dark this is from 2018 it says there are several men who are prepping to come forward about the annoying name dropper of a late night host saying he either sexually harassed, date raped, or assaulted them. The allegations from what I've heard are extremely graphic and a definite career killer. He might try to pay off these accusers and rally his celeb quote friends to defend him, but I honestly cannot wait to see him taken down. And I think that that's what... Um, when you read a lot with people saying like, oh, so-and-so knows his secret. Like Bethany Frankel knows things about him that he doesn't want out. Kathy Griffin knows things about him that he doesn't want out. I mean, I think that it's this. Mm-hmm. I think that it's that he has these drug-fueled hookups with like young boys all over the fucking country. And especially when they go on these tours. And like, he's talked about that on Howard Stern that, like he's had some really crazy sexual encounters on these tours because he's Andy Cohen and he's 
in Rhode Island. And, you know, yeah. like their people are excited. Um, I think that that's what they're talking about. Yeah. I wonder if he will have like a Brian Singer moment. I don't think he will. No offense to all the Bravo lovers. If you don't watch Bravo, you don't know who Andy Cohen is. I guess you don't know who Brian Singer is, but when you hear X-Men movies, mm-hmm. it's like, oh shit, that's who he is. Mm-hmm. But if you hear Housewives, you're kind of like, well, yeah, it's like a trashy show. Right. And it just seems like Andy's just so connected. Like he's just, yeah. like, he's just so, he has so much power. Yeah, that's so true. He's the god of a, he's basically, like I said, the god of a station. I have another Mr. X blind from 2018. What annoying late night host was seen in the bathroom inhaling something in a capsule form at one of the more high profile New York Fashion Week events the other night? Later on, my source saw him sharing the capsule with the daytime TV host and her husband. It wouldn't surprise me if he shared the capsule with other people as well. Andy, Kelly Ripa, and Mark Consuelos. I'm telling you. Mark and Kelly have a crazy life. I don't care. What Dude, I, again, a suitcase full of money wouldn't convince me otherwise. Like, they have either hooked up or Kelly has said, Mark, it's fine, go ahead, or something. I mean, it's just... It's weird how like intertwined Andy gets with like couples. Yeah. And it's always couples with a husband who was like allegedly gay. Have you ever seen the Broad City episode with Kelly Ripa? Oh, I watched it so many times. That's Kelly Ripa. She's been waiting <laughs> for like anyone to walk in so she can give a fruit basket and bring like dominatrix men over. No, like that episode was so good. That's an underrated Broad City episode, I feel. Just an underrated show. We need to yeah. talk about Broad City more, guys. Honestly, it's so good. This late night host can probably expect a call from his employers this morning for being embarrassingly wasted on the red carpet last night on their network's coverage of the show. Things only got worse during the show. I also think at least one, at least on the red carpet, he was trying to get back at the interviewer for something that happened in their past that they both shared. And that's Andy Cohen and Jason Kennedy from E. I'm not surprised by that. And I can see Andy trying to poke, 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 mm-hmm. poke, poke, poke. Especially hosts. It, I, I, you know, that seems to be where he, his aggression lies. Right. And it's like, you're interviewing me. Let me take hold of this interview mm-hmm, type of mm-hmm. thing. Apparently, this longtime bromance slash business partnership is on the rocks. Look for these two hosts of entirely different kinds of program to take a hiatus from their touring. And it's kind of funny you just brought up like the sexcapades that happened right. when they were touring. I believe that Anderson is over him. I really do. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that they probably almost only see each other on the New Year's show. I think so, too. Because it's a lot to go on, like, they went on a, a, a nationwide tour. Yeah. And Andy's, like, some fucking coke hound who, like, isn't professional. And you know that he goes to those those signings, wasted, sweating, like, pupils dilated. You know what I mean? It's a lot of work to constantly reel someone in. Yeah. Who's, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, high off their ass. Um, 
This A-list reality star from a long-running franchise of which she is an on-again, off-again type relationship makes sure that she is the top dog at the show by finding a series of barely legal teens to pleasure her boss. That's allegedly Bethany Frankel. Ah! And then this follow-up says, well, now I know why this talk show host is always sticking up for the reality star and making sure others corroborate whatever she says that is controversial, even if it means taking a position 180 degrees from what they previously have said. Apparently, she has some information from almost a decade ago that would make him look absolutely awful and would have everyone turn on him instantly. It just feels like there's a lot of blackmail. Yeah, it's almost like our Zac Efron episode. But Zac's, like, fairly innocent. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you hear a lot of people say, like, well, Hollywood is run on blackmail. It's just, like, what secrets do you know about people that can get you jobs? And this is a very tangible representation of that. Absolutely. It's crazy to think that like we possibly have more power in our own decisions than someone in Hollywood. Right. Because they have a video of you doing something 10 years ago. Right. This is the final 2018 blind that we have. This late night talk show host who is a closet racist didn't want anyone sharing the spotlight with him who might steal his thunder. He likes the spotlight on him. Sure, he would have a co-host, but one more? Nope. He complained and the extra person was dumped. That's Andy Cohen, Anderson Cooper, and Leslie Jones. I remember that. Yeah. They like stuck her in the crowd. Yes. I do remember that. And Andy's like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. not if it takes away from me. I don't think we've ever had a person with so many like follow-up blinds. So this one's, uh, we're starting 2019 now. It says, I'm not saying that this former A-plus list singer went home with the late night talk show host, but they were certainly cozy and each with each other all evening at a party with the host. Way more than usual when they hang out. Oh, and that reality star who has multiple shows on the channel could have easily made it. She chose not to. So that's John Mayer, of course, and Andy Cohen being cozy at a party. Lisa Vanderpump was who chose not to show up. Was that his baby shower? I think so. Because that was the first time I saw Andy and John together. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And it literally looked like their baby shower. Yeah. Yeah. Now, 2019, I feel like is when celebrities started to talk about not liking Andy Cohen. Mm -hmm. This is very little I will ever agree on with this former A-list reality star host slash fitness star. But her criticism of this late night talk show host is 100% satisfied. You can either help him or not. And if he determines you can't, then you're done to him. And he will say anything about you that advances his cause. And that's Jillian Michaels. And (laughs) Jillian Michaels like hates fat people and is mean as shit and is kind of a monster herself. But she said, Andy Cohen, I mean, he's just not a nice guy. Yeah. And it seems like it would be really fucking scary to have him be mad at you, obviously. Because yeah, you're never allowed on his show again. And yeah. he'll try and pull other strings. The next time this A-plus list news anchor goes to a sex club will be his first. The late night talk show host just likes to make it seem as if they did it as a friend thing. But the anchor left long before the sex club, leaving the late night talk show host to do his sex club thing on his own. 
this is more of his type of speed thing to do. New York City sex clubs. When we have our live show in New York, you're going to find Troy and I at one. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting next to Andy. <laughs> this blind again goes with celebrities calling Andy out. The pint-sized former A-list rapper is about to tell even more truths when she discusses the racism of this A-list late-night talk show host. And that's Lil' Kim and Andy Cohen. And I found the deleted Instagram rant. Oh my God, what does this say? Quote, I had a cool relationship with Andy, I thought. My publicist and my manager made the executive decision to shut it down. At this point, it's about me. I'm that bitch, nothing else. I refuse to fucking keep doing all these interviews, publications, and all that shit if motherfuckers are not going to respect who I am, what I've done, where I am at now. Put some fucking respect on my name, period. I've been trying my best to do whatever it takes to make, make my fans happy. If y'all don't see me do impress, it's because I'm fighting these motherfuckers trying to use me for my iconic status for a moment. It be big shit going down when I decline something or I say I'm not doing something. And Andy responded by saying, I love Lil' Kim. I can't wait to have her return to the clubhouse. Of course. <laughs> and he's like, who, me? <laughs> Good for her. Good for Kim. Can I also say, I don't think people respect Lil' Kim anymore. Like, I know she had a lot of plastic surgery, but that's because of, like, domestic violence that happened against her. Mm-hmm. And people are just like, she looks so fucking weird. It's like, well, she got fucking beat up. So how about you show a little compassion? I know. I have a lot of thoughts about Lil' Kim. And we're about to record a Nicki Minaj episode. <laughs> and I am grappling with how far to even go into how much I care. And that'll be on Patreon, guys. <laughs> well, this is a continuation of the Kathy Griffin saga. It says the late night host is is talking back, but he is the one who called as many friends as possible to make sure the former actress slash reality star never gets booked for a television job again. So when Kathy Griffin was going on that press tour and saying like, I have no jobs lined up for the next rest of my life, it is because of Andy Cohen. Right. And like, I feel like the publications would want you to believe that it's because what she did was just so terrible. But, like, it's because of Andy Cohen. And I can't deal with that. Because, as you've said, cancel culture isn't real. Exactly. It's not. I'm like, oh, God, that makes me so mad. Makes me so mad that she just had to sit there. I mean, I loved her mom. But, like, that must have broke her mom's heart. Oh, my God, I know. (laughs) Maggie. Mr. X. I have another Mr. X blind. Which late night talk show host, despite what he's saying on social media, media, hasn't reached out to his supposed friend after the death of the latter's parent? I wonder how the interaction between them will be on the next leg of their joint public appearance tour in the next few months. So that is when Gloria Vanderbilt passed away. Andy apparently didn't reach out. He just made a social media post about her wicked sense of humor. Oh, poor Anderson. And then having to go on fucking tour with that asshole. This is a really, really, really interesting one. And I feel like it goes along with so many episodes that we've done. It says this former model turned celebrity turned reality star turned celebrity who has no problems getting naked and also loves getting pregnant is being trashed by the late night talk show host 
about her reluctance to speak. The thing is, though, she has signed so many NDAs related to guys that she has been with and pegged and watched with other guys that she can't really have anything to say without being sued. And that's Amber Rose. And if you watch Watch What Happens Live, you know Amber Rose, like, I would say that there's like a handful of infamously really bad episodes of Watch What Happens Live that are just like, you could cut the tension with a knife. Like, it's so awkward. Hers was one. Like, she wouldn't talk about anything. And Andy was getting so annoyed with her that he basically started like dismissing her on the show. Like, he like refused to speak to her. Amber Rose, when your NDAs are up, please come to Beyond the Blinds. We oh love my God, this is a safe space for bald people. (laughs) (laughs) Going back to celebrities hating Andy Cohen, this was the first interview that I saw with Andy Cohen and this with a guest being like not sucking up to him in a way. Mm. (laughs) The late night talk show host showed his true colors once again. People keep expecting him to change, but he won't. And that's when Andy Cohen asked Titus Burgess about Eddie Murphy. Mm -hmm. And Titus then called him a messy queen. Mm -hmm. So Andy mentioned how awful Eddie was to the gay community. And Eddie apologized in 1996. I don't know all the background of that. And Titus said... He wasn't problematic for me, and we had a wonderful time because they did a movie together. Any troubles he may have had with gay people, I guess, are gone because he loved me. Burgess said before mouthing something to someone off camera, when Cohen noticed, he asked, what are you saying, Titus? To which Titus responded, keep going, girl, do your show. Yeah, (laughs) that clip is so good. (laughs) Just classic, messy fucking Andy. Like, everybody knows that Eddie Murphy was homophobic in his stand-up in the 80s. It's such a weird thing to bring up during Titus's press tour for the project that they're currently doing. And I feel like most of the world was fairly homophobic in the 80s. Not saying it's okay. Totally. But we have come quite yeah. a long way. And he, I mean, he did put out a big apology, so. Yeah, and Eddie's got his own shit going on. Let's he has just... like 17 children with like, 16 different women he's busy yeah he would be a fun person to do a blind item episode about because he's a mess um baby with scary spice (laughs) oh my god his life (laughs) uh this one is also from 2019 it says the late night talk show host is finally being called out for his racism by reality tv stars he always pretended to be friends with and that's after Nini, of all people, called Andy racist. I remember that. Mm-hmm. That was a big deal. And this is kind of jumping ahead, but he called someone, I want to say Real Housewives of Atlanta or Potomac, a mess on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, are you going to call Erica Jane a mess on Twitter? Right. He Just loves to- saying that to like Black Housewives. Yeah. Yeah. We're still in 2019 with this one. This television conglomerate made a huge donation to this LGBTQ organization. And wouldn't you know it, they decided to give an award to a very underserving 
talk show host. And that's Andy Cohen receiving the Vito Russo Russo Award at the 2019 GLAAD Media Awards. The thought of handing an award to Andy Cohen for doing anything for the gay community is like laughable. And I know Ellen's a monster, but I do think that she helped forge some kind of path. Oh my God, are you kidding? But like Andy Cohen are you kidding? Oh my God. There's honestly no comparison between him and most out gay people in Hollywood as far as contribution. Right. He doesn't right. do anything. Yeah. It's really bad. He films the pride parade on Housewives sometimes. And Vanderpump rules. That's true. Um, so this 2019 one, I believe is the end of like the Kathy Griffin saga, but I, I could be wrong. Um, but this is a Mr. X blind, and this is a really, really good one. And it made me really sad. It says, which comedian, Kathy Griffin, the cable and cable news host, Anderson Cooper, say that they are no longer friends, but the reality is quite the opposite. Ever since that scandal, which briefly derailed the funny lady's career, they have kept their conversations on the secret side. More recently, with the deaths of loved ones, Kathy's mother and Anderson's mother, um, from both parties, they have been talking more. I wouldn't be shocked if he showed up at the funeral of the comic's loved one. The current boss of the news anchor, Jeff Zucker, who hates Kathy, found out about this, apparently tipped off the former boss of the comic, Andy Cohen. And by former boss, like he produced all of her stand-up specials for Bravo. She won him an Emmy. Let's just say that. Um, and so-called best friend of the anchor, Andy, acting like a, a backstabbing high school girl, yelled at the anchor in front of all of his colleagues at a meeting, which led to the anchor telling his boss to go fuck himself and walked out. I'm surprised this confrontation didn't happen sooner. I hate that. Yeah. Like, I hate that they reconnected through the deaths of their moms they were genuine friends. Like, they stayed at each other's homes. They were besties. Yeah. Ugh. And he felt like he couldn't be open about it because he would, like, get bullied, which he did. Ugh. I, uh, I know. I know. I hate it so much. I know. I'm just going to do a quick back-to-back blind okay. from 2019. The first one is, of course, this late-night host is going to support the reality star. The amount of dirt she has on him is shocking. That's Andy and Bethany. It seems as if the late night talk show host did not see the quitting coming and is exacting his own revenge by leaking spiteful things to the press about his now former BFF reality star. So it's like she had all this blackmail, but the second that she quit, Andy's just like, I'm going balls to the walls with what I have on her. Fuck, man. He is somebody that I would not want to have on my bad side, which, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Nobody tag him in this. Please. Uh, I know somebody tagged Diana Jenkins. (laughs) They were like, how did you feel prostituting Kate Penetier and Troy? And I were like, oh my God, they actually tagged us. Like when I saw the alert pop up on my phone, I was like, uh, (laughs) can you guys not? Thanks. (laughs) Like, 
please but don't. But I also know we are putting the information out there, so we have totally. to take whatever happens. But, like, please don't tell Diana Jenkins that we know about her and Hayden. Yes, like, please don't tag us in Diana's Instagram and then refer to us as first name <laughs> and bring up that we accuse her of being a pimp. Please, please, please. Uh, <laughs> okay, so this is, uh, I believe, our final blind from 2019. It says Mary Shelley's book, Frankenstein, was written in 1818. So it's not that shocking that in, in 2019, just over 200 years later, most people think that Frankenstein was the name of the monster. It was not. The monster had no name. Today, I'll share with you a modernized version of the story. In this version of the story, Frankenstein is a female executive at a cable television network. Frankenstein essentially has the last say in casting of a certain reality show. Many people believe that Napoleon Bonaparte has this power, but that is not the reality. In this sad story, Frankenstein is pleased with the creation of a female monster. She is currently refusing to acknowledge that the pub that the monster needs to be removed from the public. It seems the monster will continue lumbering around on the cable channels TV show, despite some heated debates on the subject. But wait, there's more. Yet another higher up female monster whisperer in a suit with the same cable network has been coddling the monster since the last major melee involving the monster and the townspeople. The monster whisperer is reinforcing all of the confabulations of the monster. Yes, your quote friends do you wrong monster. I'm here for you monster. Don't worry your ugly bald head about a thing monster. The monster whisperer doesn't seem to be, doesn't seem to remember the original story. The monster that Victor Frankenstein created killed him in the end. Somewhere in a city far, far away, a showrunner weighs her options. The production company itself is full steam ahead with production preparations, but will yet another showrunner take off for greener pastures? It's one thing to work in, say, post-production, and it's one thing for the monster whisperer to, whisper to send supportive texts to the monster. It's one thing for Frankenstein to want to keep her monster in another city far, far away. But no one, no one wants to have to be the monster wrangler on a daily basis. No one wants to be tasked with waking up to face the monster and run the show on a daily basis. There will never be another king and the monster isn't going anywhere unless there is some sort of drastic change. So the show is The Real Housewives of Atlanta. The Frankenstein executive producer is the executive producer of the Royal Housewives of Atlanta. The monster, of course, is Nene Leakes. The Napoleon Bonaparte is Andy Cohen. And the higher up female monster whisperer is Carlos King, the EP uh, who announced his departure from the Royal Housewives of Atlanta. And that was a big deal because he was on the show since the beginning. Um, but I mean, yeah, that show turned Nini, a fun-loving, sweet, funny, vivacious person, into a fucking terror. Okay. Like a monster, because Nini really thought that she was like, I don't even know, the Gwyneth Paltrow of reality stars. Like, if there was an A-list for reality TV, which I would say the Housewives are A-list reality stars, if that was a thing. Like, she would win all the Emmys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she really, her head got, like, crazy big. Okay. 
See, I'm so glad you're here to teach me so many things, Troy. (laughs) (laughs) Now we are in 2020. This cable New Year's Eve telecast is going to continue to be a hot mess as long as one of the hosts is more worried about his rider and how much coke he can do during breaks than doing his actual job. And of course, that's Andy and Anderson. And, you know, as much as I like seeing the partying, right, Mm -hmm. like watching Anderson struggle through tequila shots, Mm -hmm. I am not the audience that typically watches that countdown. Right. It's like older people usually. Yeah. Or people with kids who are having their own New Year's Eve party. And they're probably not super into seeing Coke residue on a nose or (laughs) shots of tequila and people dry heaving because they can't take them. Yeah, I agree with that. And I feel like for the past however many years, it was like Kathy and Anderson gave people our age something to watch on New Year's. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, like Dick Clark you know what I mean? It wasn't like Ryan Seacrest, which is so cheesy and annoying. It was like fun and it felt young and like funny and I don't know. And then Andy coming on it, it just like he really ruined it. And I I watched that. It made me realize how long I watched it. Yeah. I liked that Kathy and Anderson were like brother and sister. Yeah. It was something I could relate to more. But then again, I know I'm also the Andy Cohen forcing shots down people's throats. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I didn't want to see that side of me on TV, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, no, I get it. The thing is, and this is another thing that uh, Kathy says all the time, he's not funny. Yeah. And the thing about Andy Cohen is that he doesn't have like a craft. Like he's not, he like gave himself him his show. He wasn't really like a host before. And he had only really hosted reunions for the Housewives um he's not a comedian he doesn't like write you know like he sees talent in people that's his gift or whatever so it's like you really get an idea of like how not funny he is when he's just standing there on live tv yeah that's that's so true he's not funny he's not quick no and anderson cooper's kind of funny yeah, Anderson is the perfect straight man to a funny person. Yeah. He'll he'll fucking lobby a joke up to you and watch you hit it every time. You know what right. I mean? So we're entering 2020 now. And this is a great follow-up to the one that we just read. It says, I hope there are a fleet of nannies because this talk show host is a mess. To the outsider, it looks like a trip to rehab is the minimum thing needed to get back on track. I have a Mr. X blind where's daddy it's hard for me to travel these days because i have a very large dog who's getting old i don't want lost time and also no one will sit for him because he's a guard dog yet somehow this fairly new father with several jobs z's (laughs) is in miami right now he was at twist in the wee hours obsessing over some twink he saw at paradise i mean i get it parents need a break But with all this travel, when you have time off, should you really be a circuit raisin and in Miami? Babies are not an accessory. And the word on Mama Joyce's street is he's got plans for another one. Kids are fun when someone else raises them, I guess. This is another Anderson one. It says, the late night talk show host loves to make it seem like he is best friends with this news anchor. Unless forced to 
this is exactly what you said earlier unless forced to for a work event slash tour event which isn't even happening now they basically don't cross paths um, I know recently in one of his Instagram stories, he was like, ran into Anderson on the street. And it was like the back of Anderson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anderson's like, stay the fuck away from me. Also in 2020, this isn't a blind. Andy on his Instagram, he was answering questions and he said he's never hooked up with any Bravo liberty ever. Like, come That's on. That's what he said. He said, big thumbs down. It's never happened. Yeah, I mean, I I get you would definitely have to lie about that, right? Yeah, because he's kind of their boss in some (laughs) respect, right? (laughs) Yeah, like you can't brag about fucking your boss. Yeah. (laughs) Um, just just see if this one is even worth. Oh, okay. So this is one in reference to like the firings for Vanderpump Rules. And I thought about this as soon as that all happened. I was like, well, Andy's racist. So like, I wonder how he's going to like pretend to deal with this. Mm-hmm. And it says, considering the normal quote head of this cable uh, channel is a racist, it is not all shocking, not at all shocking that he hasn't taken any kind of stand against the stars on his channel um, who have been publicly called out for their racist statements. And he never misses an opportunity to use like the talent from his shows to be an example of like what you shouldn't do even though he does the exact same thing right do you were you surprised when they fired Stasi and Kristen yeah honestly I was surprised I wasn't surprised about Jax but I was surprised about Stasi and Kristen I guess same that's exactly how I feel yeah I wasn't surprised about Jax and I wasn't and I remember reading about how like you know, it was like a soft firing for the girls, but for Jax, it was like a hard firing. 2020, this housewife can talk and talk and talk and talk, but the much needed changes will never happen as long as the normal person in charge is still in charge. So that's Leah talking about how Real Housewives of New York needs to change with Andy Cohen, of course. And I have another, actually, I'm just going to read these two housewives ones back to back because they're like the same topic. So um, this first one is this now former housewife didn't lie when she said there is a double standard when it comes to the the producer slash late night hosts in the franchise. He doesn't like to see any happy families in the non-white households. Other housewives of color were also forced out because their families were, quote, normal and well-adjusted, and it never happens with white housewives families. So Monique Samuels is a real housewife of Potomac. In my opinion, one of the best housewives ever. Amazing. And she called out Andy after she was fired from the show because she basically was trying to say like, you know, the producers would like poke me to try and find like wedges in our relationship and things that they can use to like sort of split us apart with the storyline and stuff. And they would not let it happen. The racist late night host got called out for his behavior and threw out a bunch of word salad to this actress slash reality star, which made no sense. He was unaware that she was that he was going to be called out for it and was totally unprepared. And that's Andy being called out by Garcelle on Watch What Happens when she asked him why you haven't casted a Black housewife in 10 years. So I have another one that goes right on the heels of that one. 
Just another confirmation from someone super close to the late night talk show host that he's a racist. It might have been the first time it was said aloud in public and on social media. Andy Cohen and Nene Leakes. Nene Leakes called Wendy Williams a cocaine head and Andy Cohen a racist in Twitter tirade after talk show host said she likes attention. When Nene officially burned her bridge with Bravo, I was honestly shocked because it felt like she fully scorched the earth, like she was done. And it's really like the end of an era. And it's confirmed now like Nene isn't coming back to Atlanta. And that show is struggling to figure out what it is now. And I feel like she's kind of getting the last laugh, even though Andy, I think, makes sure that she doesn't get work. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a blind that we mentioned earlier in passing. And you can take it for what it is, if you believe it, if not, whatever. But it says, apparently this male cable talk show host had a hookup with the son of a network morning host who was supposedly a great friend. And that is Andy allegedly hooking up with Michael Consalos, their college son. <laughs> My jaw, again, dropped. I'm so... I know we did the Philippi family and I have like a sick obsession with them. The Ripa family's close. They're close to the Philippi family. And when I saw that, I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. And just like knowing who Andy Cohen is, especially after this point, after we read all these blinds, like I just don't, I don't even know if Andy Cohen could be around somebody as attractive as Michael Consuelos and not try and hook up with him. He's like a young, he's exactly Andy's type. He looks exactly like Mark too. Just young. Exactly. So this is a blind with Andy and Anderson. The late night talk show host got into a big fight with his CNN acre over the weekend. And Anderson Cooper is so pissed at Andy Cohen for posting shirtless photos of him. I forgot about that. And you're so right. Um, Anderson Cooper, I remember during the earthquake in Haiti and he was on air and he saw like bricks falling and just went and pulled kids away from the bricks. Yeah. He, he's like a legitimate journalist. Yeah. And like, I don't, I don't think I read or I don't think I um, took any of them down, but I do remember reading blinds about how, you know, Anderson's like star has fallen a bit because of his association with Andy, with Andy Cohen. And like, people don't take him as seriously now as a journalist because he's like the Andy Cohen guy. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. And like his whole thing has shifted from like people who want to know news to just like housewife fans. Huh. Yeah. Poor Anderson Cooper. I know. This former housewife is going to have her drug dealer on the podcast. Apparently he is also the drug dealer to a talk show host. She would like to embarrass. Danielle Staub and Andy Cohen's drug dealer. <laughs> You've talked about Danielle before. Uh, uh, yes, I can guarantee anybody who just heard you read that, who knows her, is also witch cackling. Um, listen, Danielle Staub also did, I don't know how it got like buried in the news, but if you go back and listen to the first episode of Danielle Staub's podcast, it's called like, I don't remember, like, taking no more shit or something like that and it's literally an hour and a half slam piece against Andy Cohen 
It's her exposing everything she knows about him, telling all of these insane stories about him, about everything that we've basically been saying. The both like the young guys, the drugs, um, him being a racist. It says he went on three to four grinder dates a night. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was like the quote that got pulled from it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she she went in. So that's really funny. My final blind from 2020 made me laugh. This late night talk show host keeps inviting this A-list mostly movie actress with a big side gig to his parties. She knows it's a thirst trap and keeps turning him down. And that's Gwyneth Paltrow. (laughs) (laughs) And Gwyneth finally did watch What Happens Live after he's been asking her for like two years. Oh, did she end up going on it? She finally just did it. She just did it too. And it was like, she, you could tell she was just like, where am I? Like, what is this? And who is this man? Like, what? Have you ever watched her answer questions on Instagram? Oh, yes. It'll be like, how is Tom Holland in real life? She's like, I never met him. <laughs> I know. Pictures of them I'm obsessed with Gwyneth. She's so rich and like, out of touch yeah yeah that's it (laughs) she makes me laugh I always every year like a huge part of my Christmas when I know it's coming is the goop Christmas guide oh it's porn (laughs) it's pornography thousand dollar solid gold KitchenAid mixers fourteen thousand dollar scarves it's amazing um so obviously we are now approaching 2021 so we're tying things up and this blind is a news story that I feel like is like kind of recent and people are slowly talking about um executives at this cable channel are debating whether to cancel a late night talk show or just remove the host the ratings have been atrocious and was referred to as a quote money pit of waste wastefulness just to satisfy the ego of one individual um, so there's a lot of talk right now about Watch What Happens Live getting canceled. Like a lot of news publications saying like, there's no way that that show can stay on. Nobody watches it anymore. Um, and it reminds me of what Kathy Griffin said that Andy Cohen, even though he says like, this could never happen. Like she doesn't know what she's talking about. That he just gives himself a show over and over. Yeah. Even though like not a lot of people watch it. And they put it on after housewives specifically so that people they know that people will be watching the channel already yeah and i mean that shows more of like a clip show anyway right you don't need to watch the whole thing because if there's a good moment it'll be on twitter within seconds totally and it just feels different now like i used to i remember when me and my friends would religiously watch watch what happens i mean it was like you did not miss an episode of Watch What Happens Live. It was electric. It was live. The pe- the celebrities were drinking and you're getting Oprah answering all these crazy questions. And like, it was fun. But now it just feels really formulaic and it's been on for so long. Nothing anybody says on that show is really shocking anymore. Like, yeah, it just doesn't hit the way it used to. It's just like a safe space for Bravo stars. Totally. So 2021. Another event, another opportunity for this late night host to be jacked up on coke. 
Andy Cohen in Pride Weekend in NYC. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to read <clears throat> two short back-to-back lines that are very, very current news. This just happened. So the first one says, it took less than 24 hours from the release of the video about the foreign-born former A-plus list boy bander to the publicist feeding a story to knee pads to talk about the happy life he has with his girlfriend. It's all lies. And that's in response to it coming out that he hooked up with Andy. Sonia fucking Morgan is a treasure (laughs) because she's the one who leaked it. Yeah. She leaked it at one of her live shows. And one of my friends sent me the blind and I was like, Sonia didn't hook up with Harry Styles. Like, that's a funny story. And he was like, read that again. And I was like, Andy Cohen definitely allegedly hooked up with Harry. Yeah. (laughs) If Sonia's saying it. Yeah. I can't believe it came from a housewife's mouth. It didn't come from a blind item. Like, you're reading these blind items, but these blind items came from Sonia Morgan's, like, stand-up show. Right. A drunk Sonia Morgan. Yeah. This one says, well, that is one foreign-born former A-plus list boy bander turned A-plus list slash A-list solo singer who was forcefully thrown out of the closet this weekend. Interesting to see what all parties involved have to say about this. Um, I haven't heard anything about it, really. Yeah, it hasn't really. I've I've read it in, like, publications and stuff, but, like, people aren't really talking about it the way that you would think. And I also honestly just... Only because that blind said that, that like he was thrown out of the closet. I don't think Harry Styles has been in the closet since he was in One Direction. Yeah, you and I had that conversation. Yeah, like it's crazy. It's taken people so many years to like listen to him talk about his own sexuality. But like he has literally called himself bisexual like 20 times in interviews. And people are like, what a silly joke. I know. It's like they don't want it to be true. Um, I have a housewife blind for you. Housewives okay. blind. Look for the dumped socialite to return for the next season of this Housewives franchise. The producers really want to bring back the drink maker, but the feud with the racist host is prelu- precluding that, even with a 300% raise. And that is Tinsley and Bethany, and they hate Andy Cohen so much they won't come back. Oh, God damn it. God. (laughs) And everybody knows that that show, I mean, listen, even if you don't want to admit it, even if you don't want to come to terms with your feelings about Bethany Frankel, I understand. You know that I'm a Bethany apologist. Bethany makes The Real Housewives a better show. She is the fucking, I don't know. I don't know sports analogies. She's the Troy Aikman of Housewives or whatever. There you go. That's a good one. Like she just makes the show better and it's struggling and it doesn't know what it is. And it needs, it needs Bethany back. I'm sorry. What about Tinsley? I would welcome Tinsley with open fucking arms. Oh my God. I really grew to love Tinsley as a housewife. And I want to see what she's doing now that she's like single again. Dipping her toes in the lady pond, maybe. 
I'm going to read a blind from 2021 about the reason that he and Bethany aren't getting along because there's so many blinds about their rocky relationship, especially recently. It's been like a decade worth of blinds. Yeah, where it's like they're best friends. They hate each other. They hate each other. They're best friends. Blackmail, blackmail, blackmail. So this one says, what looked like an unshakable professional and personal relationship has gone into the cropper. The late night host slash producer agreed to be on the podcast of the former housewife. He did the show. And in between the airing of the episode, the former housewife did an episode of another podcast and wasn't nice. A couple of days later, the late night host did some podcasts, did the same podcast. He promised the former housewife he wouldn't do any other podcasts after doing hers. She was ticked off. They had a huge fight and they are not speaking and she has no plans to air the episode that he did for her. Um, and I know that's true because Bethany teased him being a guest and then it never aired and she unfollowed him on instagram after that yeah what a petty way to like know you're in a fight with someone just unfollow i have two back-to-back met gala ones the late night talk show host says he's skipping a big event he wasn't invited he's been nothing but trouble every time he goes Then the media are reporting what I told you several weeks ago. People like the late night talk show host and other regulars were just not invited this time to the annual gala. They want fresh looks and faces and companies are paying two to three times more for a table than past years. And this is kind of what you were talking about earlier, what we were both talking about. This cable news anchor is spending a ton of money on publicity to get articles in the tabloids in monthly magazines. His image has taken a big hit over the past year because people don't take him seriously any longer. The association with the late night host is one of the reasons, and that's Anderson and Andy. It's crazy how people still took him seriously with Kathy, though. I know. But I guess Kathy had more of a name as, like, a recognized comedian. Yeah, exactly. Like, Andy doesn't have, like, a real title. Yeah, so what you said earlier makes sense. Okay, I'm going to be reading my last blind. This is a Fire Island blind, which I'm obsessed with. Uh, It says, this cable late night host threw what we boys like to call a gay tantrum when he was forced to evacuate Fire Island Saturday because of Hurricane Henry. He told us he brought his son's nanny out to the island for his two-week vacation so he could indulge in scheduled and impromptu hookups like he did on vacay before he became a dad. (laughs) Like, that's just, like, so, again, so Andy. And the final blind I have for Andy Cohen in 2021, every time this late night talk show host overindulges party-wise, he blames it on an illness. And Andy just recently revealed he contracted COVID for a second time. Mm -hmm. And he loves to do that even outside of COVID. He loves to like, like he always has uh, laryngitis. He always has the flu he always has some crazy thing going on with his throat and it's like it couldn't be that you just are fucking having a coke drip down your throat all night and are now hosting a show two hours later i have noticed his voice is almost sounding like the guys from southern charm at this point (laughs) yeah totally it's so it's like non-existent now as we wrap this up troy is andy cohen rotted yes absolutely i completely agree with you he's a rotted fuck and i'll never forgive him for taking kathy from us for so long and 
you know, and it's also, I mean, I, I would be a hypocrite if I didn't say like Andy Cohen was honestly, I had ne- for a really long time, I had never connected to a famous person like him. Like I had never seen myself in another famous person the way that I thought I did with him. And I was like, I want his job, like his sense of humor. Um, I just was obsessed with him. And there are things about him that I still really like, like, I don't know. It's hard. Cause he's, he's, you know, he's, it's Bravo, you know? Yeah. He has to be a bigger version of himself. But once you know, like the background stuff that allegedly yeah. happened. Right. Yeah. It's like the context makes it a little, it fills in the blanks, I guess. Yeah. Well, as we wrap up our last public episode of 2021, thank you guys so much for the support. It's been, Troy and I never expected this. Yeah. We honestly were like, we're just going to do this little podcast and like maybe a few people will subscribe and it'll be a fun little thing we can do as a side gig. And now it's like a really big part of our lives, like major. I know Troy gets to meet my family next month in Boston. Yeah. And we still have tickets in Chicago. New York tickets are getting a little low. And then we have Cal- or LA with the live stream. So hope to meet some of you guys and stay safe, stay healthy. Yeah. Have a happy new year. Or I hope you have a happy new year. I hope you had one, depending on the context of how you're listening to this. And uh, yeah, we love you. Yeah, don't be rotted. That's your resolution. (laughs) Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.